Well, today it's going to be interesting. Uh, Trans Tasman Duration, we're at it again. There's been quite a bit happen in the last week. Uh, Adam, who has been boring us all to tears for the previous 15 episodes about the New Zealand election, I'm sure he's got something to say about that. Australia had a referendum, and I'm sure there'll be something to say about that. And Australia finally won a cricket game, and we probably won't talk much about that. <laughs> Adam, are you well? I'm very well. Why to yourself? Uh, yeah, mate, I'm not bad. What's been going on? Um, not much, really. Just been pretty mellow, bit of work, bit of family, bit of gym. Yeah, not, not too much, mate. Not too much. How's really? your cough? Is your cough all right? No, still got it. Oh, Jesus. <clears throat> still got long it. Co- uh, long COVID. Yeah, I, it could be. It could be the new strain. And, uh, a bit, uh, yeah, it's it's not great. I'm not 100%. I remember the last time I had I had a similar cough like this maybe 14 months ago. And I was coughing and coughing and then it was just one day woke up and it was gone. So I'm hoping that uh, wow, that's it. It's not yet, though. Were you the predator? Did you self-heal yourself? Did you? With your cough. Oh, it's, a, it's, all, about, it's all about mindset. <laughs> the universe healed me. <laughs> hey, my wife um, is in her last week of prac ever before she's finished her uh, university prac, and then she's got two weeks of um, uh, assignments, and then she's done. Done and dusted. She's going to be let loose on the kids of New Zealand, wow. which is wonderful. Yeah. That's exciting. Looking forward to that. Yeah, very exciting. Retirement's very one exciting. step away. One close Absolutely. step away. Well, they pay them over here. They pay two hundred grand a year for primary school teachers. So I'll definitely be retiring. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> no, oh yeah, God! Well. Okay, mate. What do you got? Right, let's start with something I completely forgot about last week, which is probably the important time to talk about. It was the New Zealand election, and it was what? a fucking landslide, absolute landslide to National. So the Liberal, the okay. Liberal government, the Nationals won. Uh, they got, was that predicted? Uh, yeah, it was. It was predicted. Um, they got 39% of the vote. Uh, Labor got 27% of the vote. The Greens got 11% of the vote. Um, and ACT got 9%. New Zealand first, 65 And the Māori, 2.6%. So what that means is, for everyone out there, is that it looks like the National Act can form a coalition with with one seat spare, basically, but they don't, might new, need New Zealand first to, to really ram it up Labor's ass, basically. The, the big winners of the day, really, were the Greens. The Greens won an extra four seats, so it shows a little bit of where the head head is at uh, here in, in New Zealand. And, and the New Zealand first, who's run by a guy called Winston Peters, who you would never have heard of, but I... I heard of I heard of him as soon as I got in this country because he's so old. They won eight seats, so um, yeah. Look, it was a it was a landslide. Poor old twelve year old Chris Hipkins um, got beaten to death. Um, they lost actually seventeen seats to the Nationals, so it was pretty embarrassing for them. But you know, the whole point I think was that was it was just time for a change. I think people were just saying we've had six years because it's only three year terms over here, which is fucking ridiculous anyway. So they've had six years of labour. They had Jacinda Ardern's marketing campaign for five of those and trying to be kind when, you know, I think she was pretty ruthless, to be fair, and especially when she stepped away and left it to Chris Hipkins to try and pick up the shit and try and win an election. But, um, yeah, look, um, 
I, I ended up voting for ACT. Um, the reason is that I knew National were going to make it in there, so I wanted to make sure they had um, another voice in, in that side of the coalition so that um, so that National weren't 100% in. So I just wanted a, another, another, you know, uh, fail-safe in a way. But I, I don't agree with everything ACT do either. They're all fuck-nuts, like I keep saying. But, um, yeah, so look, change here. Who knows? They're all, they're all fucking centre anyway, so who gives a shit? It's going to be the same mm. old shit. Um, you know, they're talking about tax reform now, you know, what national liberal, you know, governments are like, they'll, they'll try and <clears throat> reduce the tax rates. But on, for me, it's just spend the money fucking properly. <laughs> you know, I don't care. Don't re- reduce my tax. Just spend it properly. Spend it on mm-hmm. health and education, guys. Please. We need to. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there you go. That's my synopsis of the shit. Excellent. Are we going to talk about The Voice? Oh, The Voice. Johnny Farnham, the song, great song. Well, you know that great it, song. Well, it was, and you know they they uh they, they took it over, and they were using that in their marketing. Uh, okay. The Yes campaign, we're using uh, the voice, which you know, which is not surprising because Johnny Farnham right. would turn up to the opening of a fish and chip shop. Um, <laughs> he's had that many comebacks. Yeah. Yeah. So what is it he's with more, racist Australians? More... What is it with racist Australians, mate? What's going on? Talk me through this. Is is, is the country racist? <laughs> Or are we just asking more questions? Oh, talk, tell me more. Let's deep dive uh, just, this. Look, I think, I think, for me personally, uh, for me personally, this was never about racism at all, ever. I think okay. that that uh, this was just more about the level of information that I felt that I was given. Okay, interesting. It was obviously a resounding no, and mm. uh, sure, I could have, I could have, I probably could have gone and read the full. Uluru statement, which was, you know, not just the two or three pages that they were spruiking, but it was about 80 pages long. But Shit, it's long. It's long. And, you know, it was obviously a resounding no everywhere. Every state has come back as a no. Which is interesting, right? Mm. Which is really interesting. The ACT was the only one that um, had a yes, wasn't it? But well, they don't, it doesn't really matter. Because they're the politicians, mate. Yeah. They, yeah, they gotcha. got a dog in the fight. Yeah. Uh, look, I found it odd that the first thing that the, our illustrious Prime Minister Albanese does in his victory speech is mention that he's going to be supporting it, and it's the first thing he does. The country is like the. Don't get me wrong, I'm all for Indigenous people. I've got Indigenous people that are friends. Yeah. I, I, the the plight of them is is has been shocking. The the stolen generation. It's it's all bad, right? Yeah. yeah. Personally, I had nothing to do with that. Right, so I, I, it's so hard to say anything about this in this woke culture without anyone calling you racist. Yeah, right? and that's the hard line to tread. But you know, people were saying there are. I'm not going to say. And again, like I go, is it? Is it? Is it? There, um, is it? Are is it there, yeah. Are on. there? Are there? Bigger problems facing Australia than voting in a referendum about this. Are there? And I don't know. Yeah. Could we have spent four hundred million dollars better than on a referendum? Did it cost four hundred million? Four hundred million dollars. Do you think? It, do you sp- think? Do you think the whole point was there was just too much 
disinformation and no truth known and it was, everyone got confused. So it's, I agree. Yeah. And, and that, that's from personally, I didn't know who to believe in the end. And as I said to you off air, the minute the four banks got involved for the Yes campaign, I was out. Yeah. There's just yeah. more to it, right? So then for me that, you know, it's it made me think that I didn't know who to believe. I didn't know what yeah. to believe. And the fact that there was not a um, – well, it wasn't even a uh, – like not not all Indigenous people were behind the voice. Yeah, I saw that on the news actually. So I saw the, a few no people there and I'm going, the, Mate, there's a lot of no me? people in Indigenous in the Indigenous population. So for me, I'm like, well, I don't know who to believe. And yeah. for me, I don't know – if I don't know who to believe, then I'm not going to vote to change well, something that I don't understand. You're not, not going to change the constitution if you don't understand what's going on. Exactly. Oh, and for me, I, and, look, I, and, and, and look, I, I understand <clears throat> that the concern from, from the Indigenous people is that there's already a number of policies around Indigenous, right, that can change as soon as the government changes, that they can just yep. decide to change those policies. I understand that by getting something that's concrete makes them feel better about it, right, because yep. then it's it's in there. Yeah. But is it is it about just spending money better? Is it just about putting money in the right place and and making sure the people in the right place to to do a better job? Is it? I, I don't I don't understand. I don't have the answers. And it for me, the whole it, it took over this country. It was all. And meanwhile, meanwhile, interest rates are going up. Petrol prices are going up. Everything's going up. Inflation is rising. People are having to sell their houses. People have uh, people living on the street. All this stuff is happening, and we're spending four hundred million dollars on this. I just think, like, read the room. Yeah. Don't make yeah. it the first thing that you say you're going to fix. There are, I'd say, there were five more important things than this. Yeah. To yeah. fix first. So you think the timing was wrong as well as the disinformation? Absolutely. Absolutely yeah, okay. the timing was wrong. I well, think you, that, what were you saying before to me about the spend on Aboriginals in Australia? Well, there's $33 billion spent a year. On Aboriginals? Specifically on, on, on Aboriginals? On, uh, specifically and, in Indigenous. Now, there's, there's okay. a total of something like $550 billion spent a year to run Australia, yep. right? Yeah. And $33 billion of that is to the indigenous population. Yep. Now, okay. per capita, that works out to be about $45,000 per indigenous and it's $22,000 per the rest of Australia. Okay. Right. So it's twice as much per capita. Yep. It's just the questions just have to be asked, what happens with that money? Well, that, right? that, and it's, that and seems an obvious question to me. What, what, for sure. Are we well, spending this money correctly? But, 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 but not only that, like... What happens to the other money? <laughs> like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. This, this is the question that politicians dodge forever: is where does the money go? What are you using yeah. my money for? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. it's if if anything, it's it's probably heightened that aspect of it. That yeah, yeah. You know, it's one thing to have these policies, but are the right people? You know, who are you putting the right people in charge to? to distribute the funds right? Are you putting the right people in charge to to act on the on the policies? Like it's just there's this so there's more questions than answers, right? Wouldn't this wouldn't have this voice, this whatever, this body of people being able to 
Don't they already have a body that they ask how to spend yeah, the is. money? For sure. There already there, there's, is. There's right. already a body. There's already a body. Right, okay. And this so this was just thing. to enshrine it into this was just this to enshrine is, it into the constitution. For sure. Yeah. Right, okay. So this is just I read, so, uh, yeah. So yeah, I read on so, stuff.co.nz, right? So it says this is what the new section one two nine would have read. It would have said, in recognition of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples of Australia, there should be a body to be called the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice. So we've already got a body of that. Is that correct? Yeah, there is already an there is an already a a form of that, yes. Okay. The Aboriginal number two, the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice may make representations to Parliament and the Executive Government of the Commonwealth on matters relating to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders peoples. Okay. And number three was the Parliament shall, subject to this constitution, have power to make laws with respect to matters relating to the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice, including its composition, functions, powers. So Parliament, the third one, I think, would have been the sticking point for a lot of people because mm. it says that the Parliament are the ones that will make have the power to make the laws in regards to this body of people, the composition, the function. So the Parliament could have just said, well, we're not going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Or we're going to give it small teeth or whatever. Now I'm not trying to de- look personally. I didn't vote in it. I'm not living in Australia, and I don't. I didn't. I read lots about it. I couldn't understand it as like you. So I didn't vote. Then I didn't need to vote, right? Because I'm living over here. Um, I think I might have said yes only for the just it felt right for it to them to be given that status in the constitution. Yeah. But in saying that, I didn't vote, so I, I can't say much, to be honest. But um, I understand that people were confused. And this happened when the, we had the referendum on the um, on pulling, what's it called? Pulling uh, the Republic. There was so much disinformation that most yep. people in, ended up saying no to it when yep. I voted yes so, uh, to, I, I, to a Republic. Yeah, and I, did, and I did too. And I thought that I heard a very interesting thing that people are, people say the gay marriage thing here, right? The gay marriage referendum. So yeah. I heard someone say that people are very quick to support if you're going to give someone equal rights, right? The same as yeah. everyone else. Yeah. This wasn't doing that. This was making a divide between Indigenous Australians and the rest of Australia. Okay. Effectively. So it gets a resounding no. Because yeah. people didn't see it as being being equal rights. I don't know. It's really weird, mate. It's... It's, it's weird. It's weird. It's super weird. And there's and the problem is, you're right. It, it was a all the marketing was disinformation. Uh, it was the, the 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 very unsilent yes campaign was then met by probably just as equally an ugly no campaign. Yeah. Uh, but for me, as soon as corporate and the four banks get involved, I'm a bit like, well, I'm against it. Well, as soon as you told me the four banks were involved, I was like, well, yeah. hang on, hang on, hang yeah. on. So, and look, Why? Because it's, it's know, obviously about money somewhere down yeah. the line. Yeah, exactly right. And so that's the concern. So it's like, well, you know, and, and so then, so on the project, which is this Channel 10 show. Yep. Yep. Um, over here. Waleed Ali. the New Zealand in, version. Okay. So Waleed Ali, who's, um, you know, he's always in trouble. One, because he's of, I'm assuming, Arab descent, right? Yep. And he... I don't mind him. He says some really good stuff and he says some really stupid stuff, but so does everyone, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So he's come out and effectively said that um, the biggest dividing lines seems to have been education. 
If you were in a seat with high levels of tertiary education, bachelor or post, you mm. were at the very top end of the yes vote. If you uh, had the what? lowest levels of socio-education, you were at the low end of the yes vote. That's not to say people who were educated, who know what they're doing, and people who don't have tertiary education, who don't have tertiary education, don't. He went on to say the style of messaging from the yes campaign failed to resonate with many voters from certain socio-economic groups. Aussies resoundingly rejected the voice to Parliament but one of the most notable losses was in Western Sydney, a belt of about 10 federal electorates with the high number of migrants and aspirational voters. Now, effectively is what he's saying. So the the mayor of Liverpool's now come out and gone, we're not dumb. Right? <laughs> so and he said there were many, there were multiple reasons people didn't support the voice and it wasn't because of education levels. Right. Now, he yeah, goes, just, a, lot of, yeah. a lot of migrants coming from war-torn countries, countries that don't have thriving democracies like we do, you come here, you become an Australian citizen, and you get your voice on election day. So the other voice didn't make sense. Hmm. I don't know, mate. There's, I uh, mean, do you remember, remember when, um, who was, was it Paul Rudd who did the apology? And I remember... John Howard would never do the apology to the to the first people. Well, this and, is where um, this all started, right? Well, this is, yeah, but this is but, where it all started because everyone was so worried that there'd be rep- massive reparations and it would, you know, you know, kill our coffers and stuff. But nothing really happened after it was just like sorry, and everyone seemed to move on. I don't know if this maybe would have been the same thing. I'm just spitballing here. Yeah. I'm just thinking it was it was it as big a deal. As people thought, but again, then again, when all the disinformation is coming out, well, who the fuck knows, right? Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Mm. It's, um, yeah, very, very, very difficult. I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any. You know, I don't know. I can't. I got no answers. I think. I think. I th- from from an outsider looking in, it looks like it, it was overcomplicated, and if people don't have something simple in front of them, they're just gonna. They're not gonna say yes to shit. They're just gonna go, hang on. Yeah. Well, I don't no, understand it. I think I think Australians notoriously hate bullshit. Yeah. So and I think a lot of this started to smell like bullshit. Yeah. And especially when the banks got involved. Well, and this is it. So it's like, well, you know, I, I don't know, mate. I think I don't think we've heard yet. Like there's been talk about flying the Aboriginal flag at half mast and all this kind of stuff and this is it. This is the end of society as we know it and you know, people waxing lyrical with some of the most ridiculous fucking statements you've ever heard. Anyway. What did what did Latrell Mitchell say? Uh, I haven't heard from Latrell, but um, okay. we're going to talk about something here. About uh, I've got another uh-huh. one about something that might have something to do with this. So, all right, should we just roll straight into it, or just sure, give, Jonathan, it a, give it some so, breath? So on the weekend, uh, the Aussies rugby league team played. Um, oh yep, Samoa. smash them all. Yep, and and beat them. Uh, rather convincingly. Yep. Uh, and some of the players, there was a blow up about some players not singing the national anthem. Oh, I heard about this this morning on Footy Talk. Yep. <laughs> so, and there's been like, if you don't sing the national anthem, and Melman Ing has come out effectively and said, if you don't sing the national anthem, well, you're not going to be selected, right? That's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But. It's this is 
like, aren't we aren't we all Australian, right? Like you're playing for Australia. Yeah. It, it, and this is I had the same feeling when it was the uh, the NFL had the whole kneeling for the anthem and all this yeah. kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Like it was it was Indigenous players that didn't sing the national anthem, right? Okay. So I don't know, mate. I don't know where I sit on this. I don't know where I sit on this. Is it, is is Payne Huss? Payne Huss isn't Indigenous, is he? Australian? No, he's not. No, he's not. And he didn't. I heard he didn't sing it. So that I, I don't know about that argument because yeah, he probably so just there was know the words. Several players, um. including Katoni Stags, Payne Huss, yep. Selwyn Cobbo, Cobbo, were silent during the during the um during the anthem. Uh, Max Grillich has come out and said, "If you don't want to sing the anthem, then don't play for the Kangaroos." Uh, I don't know. I, yeah. They're all Brisbane Bronco players to me, so um, yeah. that says everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hate the Broncos. I don't know, mate. I, does it affect my life? No. Fuck. Who cares? I, I don't. I don't care. I don't. I don't. I don't stand up in my lounge room and sing it every time it comes on at a no. game when I'm watching a game. Um, I, I get where Max Krilich and Mel Meninga are coming from, um, but but you know. What happens if Cameron Murray hadn't sung the national anthem? Would anyone have given a shit? Really? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, don't know, I, I agree. Mate. Yeah, I hear. I hear. I, I, you know, do, do, they, do they actually know the words? They might not know the words, mate. There are people out there that don't know the words to the national anthem. Um, I don't know. If it was a, if it was a, um, a silent protest, then okay, whatever. Who cares? Move on. I don't think it's a big deal, personally. I'm not that patriotic, I suppose. <laughs> no. Anyway, enough of this. What do you got next? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Patriotism, eh? Uh, what have I got? Um, okay. Well, so so I spoke about... I'm going to do a little bit of politics again. I'm sorry. Uh, but it's a funny... Winston Peters, um, the New Zealand First leader, is probably going to help them form a government, I would have thought, so that... Um, they can um, they can have a real big majority, and he he's also always known as a kingmaker and throws spanners in the works for all governments, etc. But one thing I hundred percent agree with him on is National and Act want to increase the retirement age of when you can get the pension from sixty five to sixty seven, and I say Winston Peters, you do everything in your fucking power to keep it at sixty five, because we're talking about people who have worked. Oh, at least 45 years of their life, they deserve to get it. Don't let them wait another fucking two years to do it, in my book. Um, they have this argument of, oh, we've got an aging population, blah, blah, blah. Well, fucking provision for it, government, because it's going to keep aging if you keep letting the pharmaceuticals keep people fucking alive. So, fuck you. Keep it at 65. I don't want to work till I'm 67. I probably won't get a pension anyway because I'm probably going to have enough money, but... Stick it up your ass, government. 65, keep it there. Winston Peters, I agree with you for once. <laughs> yes. Are they trying to do that? In, haven't they changed it in Australia already? Yeah, they have. I'm pretty sure they have, yeah. So why the fuck did everyone just allow that to happen in Australia? Just go, oh, okay. Let's just let it be 67 now. Oh, fuck, no, we're a bunch no, of compliant no, no, no. pricks. No, no, no. I don't think it has. I don't think it has. <clears throat> what? just check. Gone up? No, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I read somewhere it has, and no one said anything. Come on, let's go. Be right. It's 67. 65. There you go. 
Told so you. It's it's sixty five years and six months if you were born between nineteen fifty two and nineteen fifty three. Oh, well, that fucks it. Sixty six years if you're born between nineteen fifty four and nineteen fifty five. Fucking hell. These are the rules these fucking governments make, mate. Jesus Christ. It's hilarious. So I read I, I was that's why I thought I was I was quite dogmatic with it because I, I knew I'd read it somewhere and I thought, why isn't there any, any kickback on this in Australia? I think they just mm. snuck it through, mate. I think, I think they, they just snuck it through. I, I, that's right. I didn't really know anything about it. There you go. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, we're uh, such a compliant bunch of assholes. Seriously. Oh, absolutely. We just take it up the ass all the time. Anyway, yep. fuck it. So look, you know, and like I did, I just say it then before. You know, in the I did say before, the national government are going to try and give tax breaks to middle income for cost of living. Well. Just spend the money properly. Save money by culling the fucking bureaucrats that Labor put on and invest it into education and um, health, please. That's all I ask. Yep. yep. <sighs> well, mate, talking about, got, being, mate? talking about being <laughs> fucked in the ass. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the. Do you see the video about the kangaroo trying to drown the dog? What the fuck? No. So there was a video which has gone viral. Oh, uh, God. I'm going to have to look this up. So, Mildura man Mick Maloney's video of a running with a kangaroo was viewed more than 2.5 million times on TikTok before it was taken down. Jesus. Now, TikTok is a very weird... It's Chinese, obviously. It's a very weird um, platform. It is so ridiculous with its censorship. Yeah. And this would be... they would This would be taken down once it's realised that there's something to do with animals, animal cruelty or something, right? Jesus. Right. It's a big kangaroo, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm watching so, it, yeah. So in the video, the, the guy, the owner of the dog, so this dog has gone into the uh, pond and kangaroo sort of attacked it and jumped on its back and it's holding it under. Now, good old Aussie, um, I'm going to punch your fucking head in, let my dog go. <laughs> he yelled at the kangaroo. <laughs> now, last thing I heard, last thing I heard, kangaroos can't speak English, right? Now... Although the the, the U, people in the US may think differently, yeah. Uh, but this bloody kangaroo was holding his dog under, held under for fifteen seconds, and had it in a fucking headlock. Jesus, right? the dog was in a fucking state, right? <laughs> the dog was in a state, and he actually says the muscles on this thing, it was like this thing just got out of jail or something. It was jacked. <laughs> It was Jack. It was big kangaroo. I just saw it. It's got big arms. Yeah. Nearly so as big he, as mine. He, he got his dog back, but he did drop his yeah. phone in the water. Oh, gee. Uh, he dropped his so phone. So there the was water. one casualty. There was oh, one casualty. God. An iPhone. Jesus. Yeah. Did you, so, um, so did you, I mean, you know, when we were young, we used to ride kangaroos to school, obviously. Um, yeah, I had a pet. I had one in my backyard. Yeah. 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 And yeah. um, I had a pet kookaburra as well, so I and a magpie, so yeah. I'd get the magpie to swoop yeah. on the bullies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, I had a, a king brown um, and a and a um, and a funnel web. And as a well koala. As pets. Yeah, pet koala. Yeah, well, that, pet koala lived in yeah. the. Um, we had a we had a little bush in our lounge room. Yeah, just lived in there, just snoozed and. Um, you yeah. Know. Yeah. Well, I, I I tried to sleep with it a few times, but it got a bit it got a bit fresh with me, so. That's what and all I the scratches to, on your back were from. Well, I didn't want to get chlamydia either. <laughs> no, 
No. Have we spoken <laughs> about the, the uh, where I, where we live, Eleanor, in Gold, on the Gold Coast, has the highest rate of uh, chlamydia in koalas? <laughs> I'm not sure whether they caught it from each other or from the population. Who knows? <laughs> Is that why you moved there? Well, yeah, be with my own. Yep, that's right. Yeah. There's heaps. There were heaps of koalas in Eleanor, actually. There were some in... Um, in Burley Head, actually Burley Head Park, isn't there? And that, they that can't um, afford to live there, mate. Probably. They can't afford to live there. <laughs> They'd have to all get together and um, get a deposit, scary deposit together, with the eucalyptus leaves. That's it. Oh fucking it's hell! It. All right, kangaroos drowning dogs. We're fucking yep. just killing it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, What's next? Stuff.cock.nz as usual. Um, favourite. The two of us. Teacher charged with misconduct after asking student to meet him alone. Male or female teacher? Uh, Male. Oh, dear. Why is this thing still a a thing? Why is this thing still a thing? Um, Hang on. What were the motives between meeting him alone? Here we go. Students reported the teacher to their school... uh, after discovering he followed multiple pornographic pages on his public Instagram account. <laughs> so, so his students saw his Instagram account. My God. Um, a teacher has been charged with serious misconduct after giving his number to a student, inviting her to meet up just the two of us. Despite being found guilty, the teacher who has been granted name suppression, which is shit, said his reputation was screwed by manipulative, vindictive, spoilt brats. Yeah, right. Uh, so the students reported the teacher because they discovered he had public he had pornographic pages on his public Instagram. Some included images of teenage girls in swimwear age 15. So, yeah, mate, you're fucking squeaky clean, aren't you? Absolutely squeaky. Why is it? Why do these people still do this? I don't get it, mate. Why? Why? Do they think they're not going to get caught? Because they're idiots. It's, how is it not going to get out? What? what? Everyone, everyone thinks that they're never. Everyone thinks that the one that the laws don't apply to them, or that they're never going to get caught. And guess what? Both, both happens. Absolutely, I just don't get it, mate. If you, it, I got to say, it's you wouldn't be a teacher for like Tash, primary school, okay, female, okay. You would yep. not be a male teacher in any school anywhere. Yeah, I know. Couldn't do it. it, it Couldn't do it. The risk, yep. the risk, the ridicule, yep. the risk. Yeah, hats off to the guys that do it. And there's a number at, at, at Bell's school, male yep. teachers. But, mate, fuck a duck. And, look, this, this, this article itself put that aside because, obviously, the guy got charged and he's a fuck nut, right? Yeah. But, but there's nothing stopping people from spreading rumours or making shit up or whatever, you know, and, and you know, that, that's got to be a slippery slope. If, if, you know, if there's smoke, there's fire, right, they say, well, not all the time. Mm. If kids just don't like you, they can fuck you up big time. For sure. 100%. Scary. Yeah, yeah anyway, it's just, I just don't... How, I still don't understand how we're in this this society that, you know, people hate, you know, LGBT people, people hate uh, trying uh, pedophiles, people who are rapists. I just don't get it. And it, 
it must it must go back to the deep DNA we've got from the caveman days that is still implanted in us somewhere. And again, I'll say it again: this this very thin veneer of civilization is very very thin, and those primal urges obviously are still you know throw rear their ugly head um, in society. Yeah, absolutely. That's all I can think of. Absolutely. Oh, wise words. Fucking Adam, you're wise. Very Fuck wise, mate. You're the, you're the third. What do you got, man? You're the fourth wisest person I know. Fourth? Yeah. <laughs> I'd hate to know the first three are. Fuck me, they must be dumb. I've only got two mates. <laughs> oh, fuck. What do you got, uh, Okay. What do you got? I got, I got, this is the last one I've got. It's, it's a bit of a slow news okay. week, but... Um, it is a slow news week. I'm going to finish strong. Kind of. I'm going to finish strong. <laughs> okay. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. <laughs> I wait with a bated breath. It had to be you. It had to be you. Okay. Podcaster has recounted the most embarrassing moment of her life when airport security found a not suitable for work item in her luggage. So one of right. Australia's top podcasters, Laura Henshaw, who uh, we should probably know her, but we don't. Um, you know, she's one of the top ones. We are, Loz. we are not. Loza, but she's uh, yeah, she's Loza a co-host on Kick Pod podcast. Uh, revealed to listeners right. and her Instagram followers, um, when security security guards believed she had a mouse in her bag, and uh, the three security people standing around her bag, uh, the line started getting longer. They put security tape in, and she thought she was going to be arrested. And <laughs> they put the gloves on. They open the bag, oh. and pull yeah. out a vibrator. <laughs> I thought it was a mouse. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Pretty good, eh? Shit. Well, they are mouse-like, aren't they? Kind of without feet. Uh, well, it's a big mouse. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Uh, sure it wasn't a rat? <laughs> I thought it was a rat. It might have been. Rat up a drain pipe. Oh, my God. So so that's that's relatively embarrassing. Yeah, it oh, would be. Is it embarrassing nowadays? Though? Oh, is I think s- it would be. I think it would be. I think if a bloke came out with a bloke, they pulled out of a bloke's bag, they'd be more embarrassing. Oh, that definitely would but, be embarrassing, yes. Um... Especially if you're married with children or something, but um, yep. I don't think it's actually reflecting on that very quickly. I don't think who cares again. Who cares? Hey, she loves a vibrator. Uh, not not travelling with a partner or whatever or whatever. So, yeah, fucking good on you. Good on you. Yeah, mate. I, I feel you. I feel you. But um, hopefully it was cleaned like well, this they is do the with the thing. remember with the second hand the second hand market for dildos quite, and vibrators. We talked yes, about earlier. Yes, we did talk about that. Earlier. It's quite funny though. <laughs> I was talking to. Um, a, f- a friend of a friend of mine who is a female, and yeah, she was talking that she and she's on the dating scene, and she found a well, she hooked up with a bloke who had a uh, veritable treasure chest in his bedside table of sex toys. Oh Jesus, that's what? a that's a concern. I believe Absolutely. that's a concern. I understand if you go to a woman's house and she's got a she's got a bit of a treasure chest, but if you go to a male's place. <laughs> And you open the drawer and he's got like a quiver of dildos and sex toys. <laughs> I'm out. I said, what, what'd you do? She goes, oh, you know, like, yeah. 
I asked him if he washes them properly, and he knew that they had to oh, be washed, had to be cleaned in a certain way. And so I thought it was oh. all okay. I'm like, fuck it, oh, dark. fuck off. Yeah, I, I really? think that's a red flag. Oh, that's a massive that's red, a red flag. flag. And and we've talked about this. I'm I'm conservative when it comes to that side of life, right? I can put hand on heart that I do not own a sex toy for 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 your own personal use. No, I've got a hand. <laughs> what do I need anything else for? Fleshlight. I, I'm intrigued by the fleshlight. <laughs> what is a fleshlight? Well, the fleshlight's like the portable vagina. Where it's, so it's oh. like it's a silicon <laughs> vagina with a, like a torch that you pump. So it's actually oh, like you're having sex. I'm, 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 uh, I'm going to say I'm fleshlight curious. <laughs> so, so you're telling me. Do you, do you pump it you pump, in you pump it timing when you, 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 have a, you when you, you're moving yourself? No, you just you, you, you effectively, yeah, you, you have a yeah, you, you have a Sherman tank, and and it's just your, your your penis instead of holding your penis, it's in the fleshlight. Yeah, it's in the fake vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I've never fucking heard of it. Yeah, look it up. I've got a look it up. fleshlight. <laughs> It's a real thing. Oh my god, flesh light. Fuck my my um, buy fleshlight adult toy mega store New Zealand. Oh my god. There you go, fleshlight Australia for those oh out there. Oh my god. And you can get, you can actually get one. You, they, they come me. in, they come in two models. The one I'm looking at, one's a vagina, one's a bum hole. Oh, no, don't tell me what. Oh no, one's don't say a that. Bum hole. Yeah. Oh, so you look. So it looks like lips, right? Oh, yeah. The pink lady stamina training unit. Yeah. <laughs> and you hold onto the handle, and then you come in the. Th- oh hey, my god! There's one. I'm looking at one. That's Return of the Freaks. Disgusting. One's called Bigfoot with big Audi lips. One's called Reaper, which looks like an alien mouth. One's called Twisted Sister, which has got two oh. holes with lips. My oh. God. Okay. My curiosity is waning a little disgusting. bit. My curiosity is waning somewhat, but... I, I don't... What do they cost? 100 bucks. 120 bucks, mate. Well, 100 bucks 120 is, New Zealand. 100 Australian. My, if someone actually looked at my search history, they'd just fucking laugh their yeah. heads off, seriously. Yeah. For Volvers. Here we go. For Volvers. What's this one? Oh, you can buy it. share satisfaction cocoa suction vibrator. Anyway, I'm not going to keep. So going. there's and you know um, what they actually do? They mould uh, porn stars' vaginas, and you can you can have your favourite porn stars' vagina as your flashlight. No, no, a bespoke flashlight. Yeah. Flashlight. Personal. So like, if you like, say back in the day, you're a big Jenna Jamison fan. You could yeah. get the Jenna Jamison flashlight, which is a. Uh, trust me, you. You'd need to have quite a wide penis to use that one, but uh, oh. you know, yeah, you can get you can get a mate, or you could you 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 want to be romantic. You could you and Tash could go and get a mold done and just get a a masturbatory accessory made uh, <laughs> in the mold of your wife's vagina. <laughs> what a great birthday present! This that is would it. Be. Just prefer the real and, thing. I'm just going to click on a link now, which is. Going oh, to no. destroy my history. Okay, go. Flesh Jack. 
What's for? No, you can't make me look this Flesh up. Jack right, for gay men. Flesh. Oh, God. <laughs> Flesh Jack. Oh, my God. Uh, number one gay adult oh store, Flesh Jack. Oh, my God. What the fuck oh is that? Oh, my God. That'll do me. That's funny. That this, this guy's holding something that looks like a bazooka. Yeah, see it? Yeah. Well. What's, what's that? A quick shot launch? Is that what it is? <laughs> yes. A quick shot launch. Oh, $295. Well, of course. Oh, this is fucking disgusting. Seriously. And you can put your phone on the end of it so you can watch porn while you're doing yeah, it. <laughs> Holy, oh, seriously. If it wasn't for this podcast, I'd be so dumb. I'm getting so well educated here at the moment. I better turn it off until so Tash doesn't see what I've been yeah, looking up. Um, delete history. Delete history. <laughs> oh my god! I, I'm so I'm so conservative. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's probably why I went for ACT in the okay. uh, New Zealand okay. um, fucking thing. Um, Got should else? we talk? Should we talk? Should we talk a little bit of sport? I mean, there's yeah, a we lot can briefly going gloss on. over sport and um, yeah. Where do you want yeah. to start? So. To, so Sunday morning was New Zealand versus uh, yeah. Did Ireland you watch the game? rugby. Um, I wasn't watching it. Then Tash came home and said, yeah. I want to watch the last 20 minutes. Yeah. And I went, okay, so I watched the last 20 minutes. It was pretty I good. I've got to say, pretty two, good. there were two very good games of football this weekend. The, yeah. the, uh, yep. the Ireland All Black game and the South Africa-France game. Very good yep. games Didn't of football. That. And yeah, it okay. showed that, uh, that it can be played. Did the did the ref put the whistle away or was it? They yeah, still well, the All Blacks happy? still the All Blacks were down to fourteen men for uh, you know, sixty minutes of that game. They got two yellow cards. The All Blacks still won. Yeah, wow. Um, yeah, okay. Oh, good on yeah. them because their defense was amazing in the last twenty yeah. minutes. I thought their defense was great. Yeah. So really anyway, good. Uh, two good games of footy. Uh, funnily enough, there will be um, three Southern Hemisphere teams in the World Cup semi-finals. Argentina gets nearly three, four, and they could very nearly four. Fiji were unlucky. Yeah, um, yeah, so... So, yeah, all this about how good Northern Hemisphere rugby is. Yes, and, stick it up your uh, ass. And, and if England's their best team in the semi-finals, that's to saying how yeah, bad it is, yeah, to be honest. Because yeah. they've had a rails run, England. For sure. Absolute For rails sure. Run, run. Well, they um, made all the right moves. They sacked Eddie Jones, and, uh, <laughs> and they've had a rails run, so, you know. So it'll be New Zealand, so All Blacks, Springboks final, would, I would you say. You would assume so, yes. You would assume yeah, so. I can't see Argentina burning all blacks now. No, they well, yes, that's right. Okay, cool. Um, we talked about rugby league. Who cares? Aussies um, won a cricket game in the World Cup. Yeah, so Sri Lanka last Yeah, night. yeah, because we got smashed in the first two, didn't Absolutely we? Absolutely smashed. Yeah, yeah so, like off the pace, yeah, smashed. ridiculously smashed. There seems to be a common thing at the moment that. It's all about scoring really quickly and losing really quickly. Yeah, yeah. Like Australia it's, it's being T20. bowled out under forty overs both games, and it's, it's ridiculous. Like I just don't understand it. It's like they're they're sort of making they're trying to make fifty over cricket, twenty over cricket, but it's fifty over cricket, and it's just it is not sustainable. 
Well, I, I just don't watch it, mate. I'm not interested. I'm, not, I'm, I'm test match all the way. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm test match all the way. Yeah. But the problem is they're making test matches like fucking one dayers and T20s now, which is annoying. And this, you know, we talked about baseball at length, right? And, and it, it's it's all or nothing, right? You win or you lose. There's no draw. There's no great draws. There's no, you know, tension. I don't think as much anymore. There's no build up of pressure. I don't know. It's It's... Sport in general is starting to wane for me, mate. I, I don't. I talked to a good mate of mine on, on, during the week, and he used to be a massive Warriors fan. He used to be a massive cricket fan, and he just says he doesn't watch anything anymore. He's just got better things to do with his life, and that just to me shows that sports not the entertainment that we like we grew up with. And I think there's too much of it, mate. I think there's too much sport. There is too much sport. Do you remember, and I have this discussion all the time, well, not all the time, but quite regularly, that do you remember when we were kids and there was a delineation between footy season and cricket season? There was time where there was nothing on. There was a six or eight week period at the end of each season where nothing happened. And now you are like, mate, Luke's rugby club have started pre-season training two weeks ago. I mean, that's fucking ridiculous. Two weeks ago, and it's pre-season for the pre-season. And it's like, why? And I get, and and like, and and my mate, like the cricket, I I have this issue with cricket as well, that like, we'll start, and we'll, I'm I'm stumbling, but we we started training for football this year on the 10th of January. We played our first game on the 13th of February. And we played our last game on the 18th of August. So yeah. it was a seven-month season. Yeah, I mean, it it's, should be five it's months. too long. It should be five months. It's too yeah. long. The commitment is too great. And you know, back when we yep. were kids, it was, as a junior kid, you train once a week and you play on the weekend. Now, yeah. we all train, yeah. they, they, every team trains twice a week now, even under twins. Under 10 teams are training twice a week. And, it's ridiculous. And it's just, but in, in saying that, if you're not training twice a week, you can't keep up. You're just going to get beat, right? Yeah. And so it, we've now, yeah. it's now been created that, well, everyone's doing it, so you've got to do it. And if you don't, well, you're not going to enjoy your footy. Like, I've got, I had that's, kids, that's bullshit. kids that couldn't play footy because cricket season was still going in April. And I'm like, cricket season is, should be finished in February. Right, Absolutely. summer's over. It be. Cricket season's over. The, the yep. they're just—it's like we bleed these people, so we can charge more for the right or the honour to play these sports. Short, sharp seasons, mate. Short, sharp seasons. I agree, mate. I, I think I think we take it way too seriously. We take kids' sport way too seriously. Yeah. Um, we, we think they're professionals when they're ten years yeah. old, which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Let them enjoy the game. Yes, teach them the skills, but they've got to have fun because at the end of the day, if the kids aren't having fun, I mean, this happened to me when I played um, soccer. Uh, I was playing in rep teams and stuff. And, you know, by the time I got to high school, I was sick of it. I was sick and tired of playing all the time. I actually, all the I time. Because ad- when you play rep, you play more. You play more, right? I had this exactly. And it was, you had your delineated, you had your, sorry, no, you had your delineated season. Yeah. But then if you made rep sides, you played for another month or two, yeah. right? So that was what annoyed the shit out of me. I had I had this exact discussion um, that this morning, actually, because I was talking about my son. 
and we were saying that uh, that and I and I was saying that by the time I was seventeen, I was already getting a little over. Not just not I, I still loved footy, but I didn't really enjoy the bullshit. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so, and and so from the age of twelve to seventeen, so for five years, I was playing. Saturdays and Sundays. Saturdays for my club team. Sunday we'd have rep season. Then, if you, you know, I was lucky enough to be reasonably talented. So then there'd be rep on top of the rep. Then if you were yeah. uh, if you were good again, there'd be rep on top of the rep on top of the rep. And then I went to private school, and it was training four nights, four afternoons a week, and playing on the weekends. And if you made GPS, that was great. You made, and you, you know, had all this stuff, right? And yeah you didn't really have much time for anything else. And by the time I was 17, I was ready for something else because for those years of my life that were that unmeaningful growth phase of your life where you are meeting people and experimenting and trying different things and learning a lot. And, and that by the time I'd got to 17, I was like, well, I haven't really experienced a lot rather than playing footy. Now in hindsight, I should have just sucked it up for three more years, right? Suck it up. Yeah. Take it on the piss. Make smart decisions. Listen to some people. Do what you're told. But I wasn't that way. Like I was, no. I, I was not that way. And and look, and I'm having that sort of battle with my son where I see so much of myself in him. Yeah. And he's not going to listen to me because I didn't listen to my dad. And so, yeah. you know, I find that, I think this is where it's really important that with kids sport that there's the right people involved that can be mentors for these kids that aren't their parents. Yeah. And I think that yeah, the, the, they are very difficult to find. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, even even out of school, I ended up playing um, fourth grade for Gordon, right, in, in cricket and had a good time for a year or so. And then by the end of it, I was like, you know, I'm, I was about 20, I think, 19 or 20. I was like, why would I want to go out to Hawkesbury in 40-degree yeah. heat and stand on a field when I could be at the beach having fun and then having drinks and with my mates. It was like, it was just like, <laughs> it's a no-brainer. Unless you absolutely are a nuffy for the sport, why would you do yes. that? Why would you do yeah, it? Yeah, I know. So, I know. And that's yeah. sort of where I, yeah, I, I actually needed someone to put their arm around my shoulder and go, hey, Matt, it's going to be okay. right? Yeah. And, you know, and not necessarily tell me, what I wanted to hear, but tell me the stuff I needed to hear, but tell it differently yeah. than what I'm being told by my family. Yeah. And I think that, yeah. that I think yeah. that that's super important. And I think that there's not enough of yeah. that. There's not enough mentorship. There's the people that are involved are in it for their own reasons and in it for usually their own benefit. They're not in it for the people that yeah. they're, they're coaching or that they're, they're helping. And I think that's sad. Yeah. And yeah. we've created that. Yeah. We've created, and I agree. There's too much sport. There's there is so many options now, mate. There are so many options. Like it's the same at school. Like you've got so many options to study different things at school now. Like at sport, when we went to school, you played footy in the winter and cricket in the summer. That was it. Yeah. Or you played soccer. Yeah. So if you played soccer, that was yeah. it. You played soccer or footy. They were your options. The people that went and played yeah. tennis or people that played hockey, they were like minority. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Now, nowadays, nowadays, like there's touch football, there's Oztag, there's American football, there's rugby, there's rugby league, there's you name it. There's a thousand different sports yeah. that never stop. 
They never stop. Well, that's the problem. And that's the problem. You know, like with, with Oztag, like my son plays Oztag, he's quite a good Oztag player, plays rep for, plays rep for it and yep. that kind of stuff. But, mate, yep. they have four weeks off a year. That's, I mean, that... <laughs> it feels like they are... They have they finish a comp, they have a week off, another comp starts. They finish a comp, they have a Bloody week off, hell. another comp starts. It is just constant. Yeah, and we've got to a point in society where everything's constant. Like, every, you're always on your phone. Like, yep. you never... Remember back in the day, you'd sit in a doctor's surgery and you'd sit there and do nothing or you'd read a People magazine or whatever it was. Reader's but Digest. You do, you, Reader's Digest, that's right. But you had time... To yourself, like you didn't yep. have to always listen to shit all the yep. time. So you had time to think and reflect and really come up with ideas. But if you've got shit in your ears all the time, like podcasts, yeah. um, <laughs> you sometimes don't have time to think. And I think that's the same with, you could translate that to sport, is you just got no time to, to do anything else and you're just on a, you're on a treadmill. Well, I, I think, think. We, we, I think you're just on a treadmill. we forget about the moment, right? I think that. There was yeah. so much going on that we actually forget about the moment. And I had this discussion yeah. with, my, with my wife because my nine-year-old daughter had a sleepover on the weekend. She's been suffering with what I would say would be a mild level of anxiety right now. Yep. I'm, and that's a word that is far too overused nowadays. Yep. But she's having some issues where she goes, uh, she, she's very social, but whenever she goes to people's houses, ultimately she will message us, I've got a sore tummy. And she's right. got this thing about, I don't know whether she's out of a comfort zone or whatever, but it's only relatively like four or five months old, this stuff. But, yep. you know, and my wife's been away for a week and a half. She only just got back yesterday morning and, and I hardly saw her. Like yep. I tried to engage in her. I tried to do stuff with her. Oh, I'll just be up in my bedroom, Dad. And she'd be invariably doing something on the iPad or doing something, right? Yep. And I tried to take the iPad away from her and all this kind of stuff, but... And she had a sleepover on Saturday night for a party and she was constantly messaging me, constantly, like on, on kids' messenger to my to my messenger Jeez. account, constantly like, we're doing this, Dad, we're doing that. And like, I'm talking like, she probably messaged me 40 times. Wow. And in the end, I said, darling, wow. you are with your friend having a sleepover. Have fun with her. Stop messaging me. I love you. Yep. But enjoy your night. You're yep. having a good time with the night. And so then I started thinking about it. She's never living the moment. There's always no. something somewhere else that she would she thinks she would rather be doing. So whether that oh, is wow. on the iPad talking to friends or playing Roblox or doing something else, mm. she's never living the moment. And I think that that's what we miss nowadays is that and and the you know when we didn't know any better, it was okay. 50 50 over cricket was amazing. Right? Yeah. In the early days. Yep. We didn't yeah. know any better. Right, we didn't know there was any yeah. other anything different, and we we didn't we didn't have that instant gratification where we were sitting at a fifty over game and we could look on our phone and get bored. I just no, we were invested in things, and I just don't think I used to. I used to do the scoreboard score yeah, sheet. Yeah, but, <laughs> when I was at home. but it's like we we don't seem to invest ourselves in anything that takes time anymore. No, and I, and I find that no. sad. And I and with my daughter, I, I said to Megan, I go, look, I think that she's just she's so concerned about what's happening where she isn't. Yeah. Whereas, just be focused on where you are and what you're doing. Yeah. And you know, there's time for and it's it goes in direct contradiction to 
the discussion I have with my 17-year-old son, which is, mate, you've got to – you can't live for tomorrow. There's got to be a bigger plan, right? There's got to be, <laughs> right? You need to be thinking. But at nine, live for the moment. Live for now. Yeah. Don't be concerned yep. about what's happening in the street, across the road, at your mate's house, the party you didn't get invited yep. to. Gives a fuck. Just live for now. Yep. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and there's not enough absolutely. of that. It's sad. Yeah. What a downer. Yeah, and you mentioned um, you mentioned that anxiety thing and how it's overused yeah. as well. I mean, I, my wife and I were talking about it the other day and she said, I can't remember where she got it from, which is a pain because I don't want to misquote, but the, the person she was talking to was some or heard or was some expert on it and she said, well, it's actually fear. Yep. It's actually fear. So it's fear is there to drive certain behaviours to make you either go forward with it or to, to pull back. So, um, you know, we give them all these fancy names, but it's really just old-fashioned fear. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, that's interesting. Yep. Mate. Wow. We're going to finish on a bit of a downer, but I'll tell you what, we got real today. We did get real. After we, and do you know what? I was in the moment. I was in, we the, moment in the moment for the whole 50 well done. minutes I appreciate of that. that. Because um, it was a it was a kind of a an up turpsy turvy. It, it was a bit serious it? today. It I was t- a bit serious today. Yeah. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll change that next week. Oh, should we just have should we just have a podcast which is just taking the because we're supposed to take the piss right? But again, sorry, sorry, sorry. We're two blokes in a pub talking shit, so we do talk serious sometimes. sometimes. We're not just fucking clowns. Yes. Let's just make it bright and fluffy next week. What do you reckon? Okay. Sounds like a sounds like a deal to me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's try and get the most ridiculous stories you've ever, ever got. Yeah. What do you reckon? Perfect. Love it. All right. Next Sounds week, Trans Tasman <laughs> gibberish. We're going to be ridiculous stories again. Awesome. It's been a pleasure, Adam. Awesome. And by the way, by the way, I've had lots of feedback on the conspiracy. People loving the conspiracy theory oh, good. episodes. We should do another one. I, then. I thought it was going to be shit. Let's yeah, I thought it was going to be shit feedback. No, let's do another but, one. Um, all right, we won't do it next week, week but maybe the week after. Okay, mate. All right, that sounds Until good. Till next week. Awesome. Bye for now. Cheers, Whitey. Bye, listeners. <laughs>